Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that. That's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pickup, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually hours. has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh-huh. And ones. sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all mm-hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Let Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Are we podcasting? Wait, have you checked the microphones to see if we're podcasting? Jen, can we make a t-shirt that says, are we podcasting? I think that's fun. Yeah, let's do it. Oh my gosh. Could we? We're going to do that and we're going to sell it. It'll be on our website, you guys. Now we said it. Now we have to do do it. That's good. We suck at merch. We need to hold our feet to the fire. About merch. Who doesn't do merch? We don't. God bless. Okay, so we're going to do merch. We're We're going to do it. You know what would be hilarious? if we? You know how like the cartooning of the Jetsons? Like the, if they remade a cartoon of you and I, and we did, are we podcasting and like a talk bubble. So Kristen, if you don't know this, is really good at drawing and cartooning and stuff like that. And I keep asking her to do a cartoon of us and I don't push it too much because I know she's going to take like a year to perfect it. She's (laughs) going to be like, give it back. I don't want it. I know we printed 400 t-shirts, but I don't like the way my lips look in it. So let's. So it's absolutely I true. haven't pushed it, but she let you guys, she like cartooned my, my thank you notes yeah. for my wedding. Uh, I didn't do a good job. On see, I, you see what I'm dealing uh, with here, you guys. I, I, I didn't I, know I you were going to send like, them out as thank you cards. I was like, so many people got those. I was like, Grr! well, cause she just made a card. And drew us on yeah. it. And I was like, hey, man, this is awesome. I'm going to yeah, get like, these this printed. this is real artwork. I was like, the hell it is. I would like to redraw Brit. Oh, yeah. Where is it? Oh, it's framed in my bedroom, Kristen. It's, the yeah, original? I, yeah. It's in, yeah. It's in, see, that, that, that you know what that cartoon is? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> we started with a little Prosecco today, yeah, you guys. Cheers. It's been a gall darn week. It's been a 
mother. Oh, you guys, it's been a lot. I do have a, we never do this, but I, I did have a celebrity sighting, which was delightful. Ooh, okay. Isn't that one of the most fun things of it LA? Really is. And people who do that thing where they're like, so I totally saw so-and-so. Like, I remember this girl was telling a story and she was like, I was at a coffee shop and Brad Pitt walked in and I like didn't recognize him. And so I was like, who are you? Or something like that. And I was like kind of mean to him. I'm like, I call bullshit. Absolutely. You fucking knew that guy was walking it. You didn't even have to turn around. You smelled him and Absolutely. you knew that was Brad Pitt. You're like, Give me your, a damn your break. Your went off on the back of your <laughs> neck and you sat right up and you were like, he's in the area. Literally, if he walked behind me, I would start pitting out and I'd get it. Brad also, pitting out. And I'd be like... <laughs> There it goes. Uh, there's a famous person behind me. I'm a big geek about it. Sorry, I interrupted. No, honestly, that could be where the phrase pitting out comes from. Is honestly, you see the guy and you just start sweating from every yeah. everything with an inside corner Oh, to boy. It, right? I'm not kidding. And then I just hear a heartbeat, and I know yep. it's from my south. Bum 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 Sorry, guys. God you bless. You turn these pants down a little bit. I know. I know. I'm like, oh, all of a sudden, it looks like I'm wearing parachute pants. Also, there is always this kind con- Like, it's happening right now as we speak. There is a conversation where somebody goes, who is that? They look famous. Because they come in with like a glide and like an air about them. They're like really special. Like I'm sure I've said this before, which is like uh, annoying, but I think it's uh, – who's the guy that played Wolverine? Hugh God, Jackman. Hugh Jackman, Jesus. I know. But I have heard from so many people that he makes you feel really important and wonderful. Like, he's he's he evidently the nicest, yeah. coolest. Well, he's also Australian, so he's like cool and unassuming, and unassuming and, funny and fun and, and down and like yeah, has a yeah. cocktail that likes to dance. Like the guy's like, I think he's a perfect person. So a lot of times you can just tell. Like for instance, this is a weird celebrity sighting. We live in the valley. When I get into the story, you'll see how deep in the valley we live. Yeah, like. We were Christmas tree shopping at one of those, like, it's a fundraiser for the vets or whatever, yeah. you know, and they have real Christmas trees. This is like two years ago. And my husband saw this woman and he was like, that woman is married to somebody old and famous. Because he could just tell that her, she was too blonde. Her boobs were too, too big. big. She had so much stuff done. Yeah, you're like, that ne- price tag alone means you were married to somebody. Absolutely. She's still trying to keep it all up. Yeah. Like, literally. Meanwhile, people are yeah. looking at me and they're like, Ma'am, you forgot your pajama bottoms. We we're gonna. There's children here. We're gonna need you to. Ma'am, why are you wearing your son's sweatshirt that says Pura Vida? Like, what is what what happened to you this morning? My butt's covered. (laughs) My butt's covered, man. One of my boobs is on my back right now, but everything's fine. So he see, and it's a it's slash is there buying a tree? Oh my and god, it's his wife, yeah. And my husband did say he got a little bit excited to see that. We rock stars. Oh. My God, I didn't even tell you this. This is one of my favorite conversations. This is what we're talking about today because I, well, celebrity no, sightings. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's celebrity sightings is it. one fun. of my favorite conversations yeah. Yeah. because let's make no mistake. I am never cool, and I'm not saying that in like a oh, I I was all a flutter and it was cute and charming. No, no, no. I'm weird. Like if I know you're famous, yeah, I'm weird and. Yeah. If I'm not same, weird, same. that says a lot about that person because that person broke through the weird threshold yeah. of me being staring and like 
smiling like from half of my mouth and like sweating weird and yeah. saying weird stuff and like being weird. I can't like get myself together. I know you forget how to be a human. When yeah, you're I'm like, my, is my hand is my hand working? What it's am I true. doing? The only way I would not be a little like that is if I did not like them for some reason. If I was like super unimpressed with them as a cele- like, if I hate to say this, but God. This is Tony's least favorite part of the job. Who's the guy from Three and a Half Men? What's his name? John Cryer? No, the other one. Um, Charlie Sheen. I feel like if I ran into Charlie Sheen at a restaurant, I'd be like, just fucking get it together, man. <laughs> just get it together. Like, at what point are you going to get it together? I will tell you this. This is kind of awesome. Do you remember when Dave Chappelle, like, when he had the show? Oh, yep. And Dave Chappelle was like, there was all, I actually thought this story was fascinating. He felt like he had been put through the grinder yeah, with, com- and his comedy with Central Comedy Central show. show. Yeah. It was a, a runaway train. Like there was all this like Hollywood drama that none of us know the truth about. We were like, oh my God, I just feel like because I've read an article, I know. Yeah. And he like up and left and went to Africa straight up. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to bounce. I'm going to go to Africa. And I went to a comedy show at the at the improv. Which is hilarious because I was there this exact same night. We never met or talked or anything. Is that true? Yes. I have a picture from that night with And him. I remember I was going to see, I really liked this one stand-up and I can't even believe that I was there to see him because he wasn't like a well-known stand-up. I just, I think that like a bunch of friends decided, let's go to a comedy show. And I was like, so happens this one stand-up that I really like is going to be at the improv. So we go to the improv and This guy gets up, and this is a big deal. The headline at the improv is a big deal. Yeah, it is. He grabs the microphone. He starts his set. He's doing great. Everyone's laughing. And then it went ice cold quiet. And he's like, oh, is this on? Like, he thought it was him. And everybody's heads were turned at the door. It was Dave Chappelle, first time back. First time back from Africa, literally, literally got off of the plane and went to a comedy club. And he just got up on stage and sort of, like, sat there and... No one wanted to leave. It's two hours later. And we I'm oh like, gosh. I am hungry and I am don't know what I'm supposed to do right now, but I'm I've got to go home, Dave. I, I'm working a double tomorrow at a restaurant. Yeah. Sorry. You know, I don't want to I be gotta rude, go. But that was a weird sighting. I I wasn't w- there watching the show. I used to go hang out there and have chicken fingers and Chardonnay because oh, all my friends worked there. They had the best chicken fingers. Oh my God, so good, right? And with the, with the honey mustard sauce. And also Bud Friedman, who owned it, uh, God rest his soul, passed away not that long ago, is my our friend Zoe's dad. Oh, wow. Went to college Oh, right. Her. Yeah. And he's such a nice guy that there was a guy that worked there named Antonio who had been a busser for like These guys have 40 been years. 40 years. He'd been there forever since the place opened. Yeah. Antonio's got like eight kids. And he made it a part of the deal when he sold the improv to like some big Did company. The staff gets Antonio to stay. That's specifically awesome. like had lifetime membership. God as bless an employee him. There, like that's a that's good awesome. guy, right? But so I was up there and I just remembered hearing like Chappelle's here. I know it was like. He snuck into the back of the the room. Yeah, like watch, and he did address a little bit of like. He did a little bit, but he was like working stuff out, and I was like, just the confidence to go up there and be like, you can stare at me. And yeah. wonder what's going on. I would have been like, ha, da, 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 da. he was super high too. He was I so high. I, I afterwards, like, he was just talking to all these stand-ups he knew that because people just hang out at the at yeah. the Hollywood Improv. Yeah, they're just they Again, might go up on stage. A real, real weird place to be to see a famous person. You're like yeah. at the bar getting a, yourself a Stella, and you look over and. 
There's there a, they are. There's a, there's a Femi, and then you're like, I'm in, I don't know what to talk about right now, Maybe but I'm going to stare at you. real impressed by how many chicken fingers I can fit in my <laughs> mouth at one time. Or Jen got a lot of dates from the improv. Honestly, mm. if the chicken fingers were in front of me, you'd have to be they like a so, top tier celebrity for me to look away. I would be like. Those were the celebrity. Back, they had really good honey mustard. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> really good fries. Like, the oh, honey mustard good. there. Like, where is our oh brain? Oh, my God. I so true. But what I was going to tell you is this is a big one. And I meant to tell you this and I forgot. Okay, this year, I've, we've talked about Halloween in my neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, can I finish? My yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, so here's the deal. Afterwards, I go, I'm going to go up to him and get a picture with my flip phone. No, I, I do have the picture somewhere. Tony, can you see if you can get into my MySpace account? Because <laughs> if I didn't. He goes... He goes, I'm not going to put my arm around you because people talk every time I'm... I get photographed with a woman, but I could see he had a glaze over his oh. eyes. It was like an inch thick. He was so high. But He's like, are there two of you? He, are there two of you right he, now? He was. He could not have told, like, but maybe if I saw Chappelle today, because he's been kind of weird lately, I'd be like, you need to get it it's together, together man. Charlie Sheaton. Maybe not me. Need to go I'd be <laughs> weird. I would look at him and I was uh, 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 like, okay, so, so, okay. so this year at uh, Halloween, I cannot believe I haven't told you this. It, this is how busy Halloween was. This was our a, first Halloween we spent apart. Part, a, our house was completely in the middle yeah. of a renovation. Well, we had no security. I didn't want to bring the whole brood over to Kristen's house when she had no house. And we're living in our apartment, our our weird garage apartment. So we had no security on the house. So the door, what I mean is like no doorknobs. Like the, do, the house was really Under vulnerable. Construction, yeah. And one year- in our neighborhood, because it's such a popular place for Halloween, Colin thought I was home, and I thought Colin was home, and we weren't home, and we left it open, and we got there, and there were people inside hanging out. Yeah. Strangers in our house. And it was perfectly nice. And they were very respectful. But, but I was like, you guys cannot... I don't know you, but if you, we introduce each other, we're friends, and you can stay, but you got to go. And it's Halloween. It's also in well, LA. It's, it's a place it's, where... People are good-natured, and they're, you can say, can we use your bathroom? And totally. they let you. Like... And I was happy because I think that's what people were doing. Where like they were like, "I have a toddler." I'm like, "That's fine. I just don't yeah. know you." But you need a bottle, yeah. <laughs> warmer. Yeah, here you <laughs> use go. The use the microwave. You um, shake it. You yes, know it gets yes. Spots, you know it you know? gets hot spots. It gets bubbles. Don't do that. So we, we, I'm sitting outside. So Tony helped me set up a projector so the screen was against the house, and we were projecting a movie because I thought that would be a safe way to do the house. And I knew you guys weren't coming over. And Colin was at graduate school, so I was like, "I'll sit out in front of this table and hand out candy." You guys, it was like a Coldplay concert. There were so many people. Yeah. I could not keep up. And I was dressed as the Mad Hatter, okay? I love it. And I looked up. I looked up, and in front of me, I was like, oh, that's Dave Grohl. <gasps> Ooh. And that's Dave Grohl wearing a black T-shirt, as I know him to yeah. be, in front of me, and he's so hot. Well, he let me tell you. set in front of me. I, that's how obvious he was. I had enough time to look up at him, weird smile like I was pooping. <laughs> yeah, like, and then get back to candy. And that's how fast that happened. But in that moment where I looked at him, I was like, oh, yeah, you're the guy that I had all those sex fantasies about going back to candy. Like, here's a bit of honey. You're a bit of honey. <laughs> like, that's how fast it Did all I happened. Did I say all of that out loud? Yeah, I was like, are we looking at each other? And I just yep. dressed as the Mad Hatter. I'm I'm checking you out and doing a weird – Unload all my sexual fantasies about you to you. Uh, bite-sized Hershey's. 
Whoa. <laughs> I was like, you're candy. You know, I'm candy. You're eye candy. Hello, can't What? I think he's really nice. He's very cool. He lives in the nice part of Encino, like near us. And my husband, like, saw him driving his, like, Volkswagen van one van. time and was Which like- Which is the- Can we just admit that that's the- That's big dick energy uh, right there. Jesus, you drive Jen, an old Volkswagen. <laughs> it's too much for me. But so is this that my husband did this, by the way. He ran in front of the van and stopped him because he- And then he goes up to his window. He goes, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I got a pitch for you. And Dave's like, okay. That's yeah. crazy. And he goes- the Dave Grohl Orchestra, and he goes, what's that mean? He goes, at our elementary school, we want to have music at our school. It's going to be really expensive to buy instruments for everybody, and like, we don't have a teacher and stuff like that. Well, maybe you sponsor it. And he's like, all right, man, email me. Like, he couldn't have been nicer. And Britt said, like, his wife had her hand, like, over the face, like, she was, like, snarling. She was so, like, fucking drive this Volkswagen and get away from this lunatic. <laughs> or like, was please. she like, you know what? If we would have left 10 minutes earlier, we would you, be on you know, time. even Dave Grohl drags even, his feet trying to get you out You know of that house, wife has right? been through hell and back at times. He's not perfect, but he seems perfect. He does seem perfect. Okay, here is okay, where we get go. to my celebrity please. sighting. So I was in a super big hurry driving back some – to someplace. The grocery stores here, there are Kroger stores or Ralph's, okay? Yeah. So I stop at one that I don't normally stop at. It's Deep Valley. It's Woodland Hills. Okay. And it's a little bit, it's laid out not as well as mine. Let's be honest. I it's always not, hard to go to a new grocery store. I always say, because I'm like, I feel like, am I turning into my parents? I'm like, totally. Uh, I don't You're know such where creatures anything is. My husband will like time me when I I'm like, what do we need? We need like five things. I go, 22 minutes. I'll be right back. That's and I amazing. Can, I can do That's it. amazing. Yeah, you know the layout Everything of that. Is, I can get there. Totally didn't know where I was at. Little frustrated. Only one checker open also. It was not a busy like yeah. afternoon or whatever. So I'm behind this guy who's making small talk. And before I like look up, I'm like, I don't have time for this. I And guess what? I did have time for it. We always have time to be nice. I was being an asshole because I was out of my element. Right. Right. So I'm like shifting back and forth side to side, and he's talking. You one of these? <sighs> yep. Yeah. Got my Ralph's card ready to go. Yeah, you do one of these where you like slowly press your eyebrow. Mm -hmm. You're like, mm -hmm. yep, mm -hmm. just uh, clearing my nose and throat and didn't need um, to, that kind of deal. <laughs> and I notice, this is what I notice, this is what gets me to look up, is how nice this person is who is talking to the checker, knows her name. As though he's there all the time. Probably there all the time. Talks to her, knows her personally. I look up and it's Corey Feldman. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older... There are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But 
One thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy in a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash hard. Get out of town. Now, you think of like all the celebrities that get a bad rap that you think is going to be like an asshole. Now, I think the way to tell what kind of person someone is is how they treat people kind of like working for them, like how they treat waitresses, how they treat checkers, how, you know, and he, yeah, I know you probably have a story I'm from like, bartending about a horrible. I have, I do have a couple that I was like, you should behave yourself. Yeah. Especially now with the internet people you got, you can't be bad. Like yeah. I could have, at any moment I had plenty of, I was checking my phone. I could have videotaped him. And the funny thing is I have a weird 
like connection to him because the week before my friend Frank Louise, who I worked with for like 10 years, like when I first moved to LA, <laughs> he goes by Princess Frank. He like is a one-man band. He can like play drums, he wow. can play guitar, everything. Is on tour with Corey Feldman right now. Like Corey and his wife have a band. I know. What don't they have? I know. I don't know. It, probably a really nice house in Woodland Hills is where they what they do have because yeah. that's why he was at that yeah. um, freaking Ralph. Well, he's been in the business a long For, time and he, he's a valley guy. That's he's what like I thought is he's like stayed in the valley. He, yeah. And I wanted to say to him, oh my gosh, like not as a weird, but like we have a friend in common. Right. Because Frank is always posting their tour and stuff. Like I feel like I'm on tour with him because I yeah. get to like like all of his pictures on his – it's not like a public Facebook page. It's just this behind the scenes that I get to see. And I was so like shocked. I couldn't think of Frank's name. Literally when he walked away, I was like, Frank Lewis. Yeah, you should have yelled that at him. I know. Yeah, that's how we know. We have the same friend. We have the same friend. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it, so I didn't say anything. I was just like, huh, huh, back and forth between he and the lady. He's a good one to see. You know, that guy like has been through the ringer. Like he like started out as a child star, and then like in. I just would like to say that I went through a big Corey Haim phase. I, I and went through a Corey I think I've phase, said this I'm before. I'm the only one. Yeah, you're the only one. But I will say that actually not true because where what's the movie where he dances? Is it you know all those shitty movies that were like licensed to drive she and all of it. oh out of our league. Um, That's not, not one. I no, just made but that all up. of those that were like I fell in love with 16 year old movies that I was like, yes. And my parents were like, no. And I was like, I'm going to hump the shit out of my pillow after oh, this is over. Absolutely. He was the naughty bad boy on The Burbs with Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. It's such a good comedy. Totally like, it holds an underrated up to you guys. It's comedy. So good. Yes. And I thought he was such like a bad boy partier. I, that's when I got a crush on him. Well, they, they went through that, but Corey Haim for sure, obviously yeah, passed away from a yeah. drug overdose. But yeah. there was a phase where my friend Tara and I, all we did was get on the phone and try to get Corey Haim's phone number from yeah, information. Just a lot of, a lot of my life spent talking about the Corey's. I yeah. Mean, honestly, I, honestly, yeah. I would be like, I'd be like, Hey, I know you have his phone number. And I would try all the angles. And they yeah. were like, we can't give you that information. I'm like, so you have the information? Like, <laughs> So did, you're saying you could so get it, but you what you're saying is you've got the keys to the kingdom, Doreen, on the other end yeah. of this freaking phone. Well, let me tell you something. This 13-year-old lady is, happens is, to have a 20 American dollar bill <laughs> in her pocket that, that she could will, mail to you, obviously. <laughs> that I will give you $3 of because I'm saving to get my ears double pierced. That's right. Oh, yeah. You know, $11. It clears. Oh my God, that's so true, right? Well, you know who else? This okay, maybe this is what we're talking about this time. But who got me really start? We've all heard my story about um, Gene Simmons, but I had another childhood idol, which is very unexpected, that I did see when I came to Los Angeles. Lou Ferrigno, you my guys. God, your celebrity crushes know, are real it's baseline. So weird. I'm I know, like, I could I'm... call. Literally, I could like, we, I could find them right now. I know. I could message them on. No, literally, I know. Be like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to go for lunch tomorrow? And I think there's a chance they'd say yes. Well, I did. I I taught Lou's son um, improv. <laughs> yeah. And then also he coaches my friend's soccer. Yeah. So, yeah, he's very accessible. But to me, like coming from Nebraska, I was like standing in the bank line at Wells Fargo and there's this one guy. Number one, he's deaf. And you know how I know that? I wrote him a fan letter and he sent me an autographed photo talking about in a letter saying like that he was deaf. I didn't know that. I was like yeah, five. I, I did know that. BT dubs. Yeah. yeah. So he's in the line for people who have 
like hearing impaired, hearing impaired or whatever. They need extra yeah. help from the teller. But also, he's like the mayor of this Wells Fargo. Everybody knows him. Yeah, because he lives. He like listen. It's shocker. Everybody's a human being, and yeah. some people have neighborhoods. Yeah. And so he, you get to know the people in your neighborhood. Everybody knew him. And, I, like, my line was so long. I was like, look at that. Can't they take people over on this line, too? Like, they, you know, and I look back, and this guy turns around, and it's Lou Ferrigno. And, yes, he is wearing a really tight shirt. He used to work out at Gold's, and I was like, good God. It was. There's a lot of muscle there. It was, yeah, it was. I was very starstruck. And I also took that as a sign from God that, like, I was in the right place. Because... Honestly, the two most influential people in my entire life have been Gene Simmons and Lou Ferrigno. You do the math. I don't know. I'm glad I don't meet a lot of my heroes. I meet a lot of people that I'm like, oh, man, this is a random. Okay, now you, now I'm going to have to get his name, Tony, before I say the story. Um, um, who's Tony's the, like, what am the I guy, just who's call the guy you that Google from no, now no, no. on? I'm, I'm going to get it right as, as soon as I say it. Um, he went. He played um, uh, Queen. He played- um, Freddie Mercury? Freddie Mercury. Rami Malek. Okay. Well, I'm never gonna get that. No, you I would. So fast. With Honestly, that. wow. This is how weird LA is. I have to go. I'll bet. I'll bet. I was getting like vaginal tabs or something. I had to go to CVS. I've got just Listen, because most of the time that's what she's doing. You guys, is you know what? There, I've got a year supply. Them putting them in. You know what? And they always say, "Do you need instruction?" And I'm like, "No, 28 year old, I don't." So I've got <laughs> actually yeah actually I do, do if you could say it slowly. Well, then I'm going to text my husband to shut up our dogs as he's sitting out there. Here's the funniest part: Britt is sitting outside. Letting he knows dog. we're podcasting. Yeah, we can see him on his computer, and the dogs are going crazy, and he's literally unfazed by it. Whereas he's we very... would have our our butts wouldn't be in a knot if we were outside and Britt was in here doing something that needed audio are track. Are you kidding? We'd be me? like, shh, shh, you guys, shh. shh. Yes, yeah, they, they do not care. No, it's a different thing. But also, he he knows that you are distracted by sounds and is convinced that I have no hearing whatsoever because he's I like, am distracted I'm not by like sound. you. I can't. So is he. I you, mean, fair. I mean, you make any noise around him and he's like, what? I don't. I, oh, like, yeah. I can't ignore shit. But I can work really well in a space with just all of the Which noise. makes zero sense. I, I, I can't process You put it. me in a subway and I'll read more than I've ever read. But if you put me in a library, I'm like, can we have a conversation? Do you want to talk to me? Do you want to look at me? Is anybody having a good time? Why is there a bird chirping? Is that a hummingbird wing? Like, I can't <laughs> focus for fuck. Uh, wait, wait, go back. Rami Malek. Okay, so I'm is at CVS. This Malik. is just a random thing that happens. I'm at CVS. Mm-hmm. Rami Malek just won the Academy Award for um, playing Elf. Bohemian Bohem- Rhapsody, playing I just, I just Freddie Mercury. Elvis, just in case everybody no, at home Elvis, is wondering. Debbie. I said that. So I'm at... CVS, I'm first in line, and I have Eleanor with me, and she's wearing a tutu. And if you've ever seen Eleanor Sweeney in a tutu, first of all, she doesn't like ballet, so she wears it begrudgingly, so she has an attitude. So that's funny Even her attitude is cute, though. She's like, I don't know, my mom made me wear it. So whatever, she's wearing like high tops and a tutu, also what I wore when I had to take ballet. And we're in CVS. I'm sure I'm getting something for my lady bits. And they go, can you just go wait over in that area. And I go, okay. So I went over, this is pre COVID. I go sit down and there is a guy next to me. And I'm like, literally in my head, I go, God, he looks exactly like Rami Matt. Like that is crazy. Like crazy looks like him. And I go, but he doesn't, he's, I know it's not him, but it looks just like him. And then all of a sudden I hear this very 
specific voice talking to Eleanor and saying like, um, we're well, you- the champions, my, my friend. Okay, I'll recognize so then, you, Rami. Great. So then Eleanor goes, you look a lot like the guy that played <laughs> Freddie Mercury and Anna. And then Eleanor's like, you know, she's like, I love Queen. And he's totally taken aback. This other person. So I look over and it is Rami Malik. And then I look to my right and it's Rami Malik adjacent. And I'm like, what is going on? And it turns out that he is identical twins. No way. Yeah. That's so, so confusing. So I'm like looking at the twin like, oh my God. do I need to tell you that you have a doppelganger? Like I'm staring at him and then. Whoa, whoa. And, and then, I can see your brain actually exploding in that moment. Because I know. that's a lot to. Meanwhile, they're like, uh, Miss Sweeney, Miss your Sweeney, come get your vaginal tabs. <laughs> Is this thing on? And Eleanor's like having a full boat conversation. Oh, my God. He was lovely, lovely, lovely from the valley. Oh, from, I love it. Like went to Notre Dame High School, like from our little town. Yeah. And knows all the pharmacists because he lives there. Like, so it's just this weird like brain melt whenever that happens. Also, because you're living Would your you own life. show me how to put a vaginal yeah. tab in? No. I'll even take your twin. I'm like. <laughs> what? I just. Identical. Ident- they're never identical. Identical. It was great. It was crazy how like shockingly similar they did look. But I knew enough. Yeah. To know it wasn't him. So I just was. Imagine being him and me sitting next to you. It was this. Yeah. I, I know. I've seen it. No. Yeah. No. No game face at yeah. all. No, that she doesn't have a game face. No, you want to win some money, play poker with this one. Yeah, she, I'm either. Uh, or, mm, yeah, to play like, it cool. Like, uh, I'm like, I'm all in. Uh, what are you trying to play so cool right now? Not, I don't know how to do that. I mean, it's clear that if someone is like famous or or I recognize them from something, and if I don't say it, I talk like that's exactly what I want to talk about. But I'm talking in circles around. I'm like, oh, this weather's nice. You. <laughs> Do you drive a car? Yeah, hey. Uh, well, um, you hey, want to be you my ever, friend? You ever do any acting? You ever dabble? Or, you know, me too, me too, me too. You know, I was a production assistant when I first moved out to LA for <laughs> a long time. She would say that. You know yeah, what? I worked, I, worked in, in, I, worked in, I worked with famous people. Worked uh, in uh, Deep Blue. Restraining or, what is it? Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. The riveting. And then I went on to another sea movie called Perfect Storm. Like which Green had Mile. All of would, the famous people. Yes. The, oh, God. All of the famous people. And you know who it had in it? Todd. You know who that is? LL Cool J. Remember when we met him? Yes. Talk about not being cool. I will tell you this. Perfect Storm, when I worked on Perfect Storm, I was literally, like, the call sheet, a call sheet tells you, so when you work in production, you get a call sheet, and it tells you everybody that's on the crew and what time you have to report. Based on your status on the call sheet is your number. And So, like, number one would be the executive producer and then go down literally 200 people, and at the bottom was my name. It's handwritten was, in. It's not. They're, they're like literally. They can't even make the photocopy of it. Make the Excel they're like kind of. Yeah. They're like we're, we're PA to the PA to the P. I yeah. was such a peon. It was like low, low, low. But I did get to work with like George Clooney oh and my all God, those guys. Yeah. And John C. Riley was so nice to me. He's like <gasps> from Chicago. He's like a dude, and he was like big That's brother great. to me. He was so nice. He would like he would like come up and like. Hey, do you have a stamp? My cell bill is late. Like he was Hilarious. just really, he put me at such ease. Yeah. And he goes, I go, is it weird that you get recognized? And he goes, I really don't get recognized. Everybody thinks we went to high school together. Oh. So he, I'll be out and he'll be like, yo, wait, 
you from Chicago? Didn't we go to high school together? He's like, everybody. And he goes, it's awesome. He's like, I get like a life and I'm not super recognizable. But then when I told my mom, so this is how it went. (laughs) Your mom was like, who? No. I go, mom, I'm working on a movie called The Perfect Storm and I'm working and in the movie is George Clooney. Then the she hangs up. Yeah. She hangs up because at that point she was making calls to everybody. Yep. Evidently, she told, she goes, I just got a I forget what I just got a free dermatology appointment. And I was like, what? Why? <laughs> she goes, Well, I got in there and I started to say that you are working on a movie with George Clooney and that there is some romantic interest. And so I told I was oh, like, Terry, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is how rumors get started. Terry was starting rumors. She was like, My daughter's dating George Clooney and told the dermatologist that if she got an appointment for free, she would dish. I go, Mom, I am uh, George Clooney barely notices that I'm alive. Very, very nice to me, very cute, very hot, all the things. Post ER. Never won my hats off to you, Terry. That's, she worked those angles. She was like, oh I'm gonna God. start this fire. Dermatologists are not cheap. Not I know she got a free appointment if she would just tell shit she made the up power as she of went. Positive thinking. I know. Not in this case, but good good on you. For- she goes, invite him home. I she's like, you can bring him back for Thanksgiving. I was like, it's George Clooney, mom. Do you think that would work if I just asked? You think there's a chance? Maybe you know, you like never a know. Or a, or a... I because I don't know who anybody is anytime. She ever. doesn't know anybody. I don't who, and I know the remarkable. person who is a background actor. She, I'm like absolutely. I'm surrounded by people who know who every single person yeah. is, and I don't. I do this if I. I'm like. Where'd you go to high school? Yeah, Jen I is just that have person. No idea who they are, which I think would probably be nice. This is not a star story, but this is really funny. And this is not that we are celebrities, but a lot of people in the mom space right. do know who we are. Like, which is really fun. Which is super fun. <clears throat> Especially when we go back to the Midwest. Yes. That's kind of dope. Which is the most, it's it's weird. I'm like, well, who are they excited about? Me? Like, yeah. like I, I see a woman in Starbucks and she's like, oh my gosh, Jen. And I'm like, I'm having a hard day. Like, yeah. go into too much detail because I'm just, like, I don't, I got to Jen gets weird. Literally, I because I'm shy, you guys. Yeah. I really am. I'm just confused. I got a text from a mom at our school who I've known for, you know, pre-COVID. So like three or four years, she's up there volunteering. She's awesome. She's like got mad party supplies at her house. She's like willing to come up, help with anything. She's awesome. I think she's married to like some famous uh, Persian singer. Oh, cool. And so there's a lot of like Persians at our school. She is like... The biggest celebrity ever. Oh yeah, Be- like yeah, yeah. So, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like a about. billboard and yeah. stuff like that. So she texted me today and was like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I just realized that you're Jen from my mom so hard. I've been following you guys since like the very beginning. Since my kids, like they're the same age Aww. as our kids, and." we've had a million conversations and like she didn't put it together. And I'm like, that is exactly what is comfortable for me. So can we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get so, and I don't want you to expect me to be funny or anything. Like I don't want to like have people have an expectation 
Well, um, it's always easier when we're together because then there's like, then that's that's a fun. We can be silly. Well, generally it's like be... post-show or yeah. we're on the road or something really fun like that. My favorite is when I am not with Jen. No one ever recognizes me, by the way. Unless that is they, so not true. They, they recognize, recognize your voice. They recognize all the Jen all the time. And then they hear my voice and they were like, I knew it was you when I heard your voice. And I was like, what, my manly raspy sort of snarly sexy, sexy yeah, voice that's right um but people always look at me and they go if they recognize me they go i know who you are and i go <laughs> i'm always I know like what you did last i summer. always think that like oh, i they yeah. saw me back mm-hmm. into your car they yeah. don't even know or like i've done like, something wrong change insurance and then i always go what do you mean and then and then it beca- you know then i figure it out but you know most of the time it's it's uh, me being weird yeah i know it is well that's i I don't know. Maybe people get get used to it. I ho- like. I'm again not saying that we're celebrity space. Whatsoever. I always say that we're people that people know. Pe- yeah, okay. that's how I sure. put it. Sure, Especially I would like to be a celebrity. If you're a mom, I can guarantee you, your middle school son does not know who we are. And if you're a celebrity, us. your middle school son doesn't care who you are. That is true. Kelly I, Clarkson told us. Yeah, that her kids are like, don't sing, mommy. Don't sing in the car. Can I you mean, imagine? No, I kind of want to take her kids aside and be like, she is a songbird. How cherish her? How um, dare yeah. you? Listen, kids. I, I'm let me do you carry a, favor. a tune. Yeah. Let me carry a tune you could right be now. Living with one of us. And I sing like I am Kelly Clarkson. I have that kind of confidence. And I have a three-note range. And it's low and it's kind of two and a half. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I so I had this. We've been talking about celebrities, and that's just what we felt like talking about, obviously. But um, I yeah. had brought these uh, people who deserve a lot more attention. I read this article, and I don't know how this has escaped me. I'm gonna make this first one my hot flash okay. for the day. Okay. okay. Because, um, so this is the very first one. I love it so much, okay? This actually happened in October 2022. Okay. So it wasn't that terribly long ago, but somehow I missed it on the news cycle. This is from Red Oak, Iowa, which I thought would get you excited because it's not far from our, where we're from. I love Iowa. So there's a guy named Brendan Burt. He is, uh, he's our hot flash this week. And even though this is a little late. It's young okay. man. Hot I is totally hot. Fine. And also I love it because peop- my husband's Brit and people call him Bert all the time. They like Bert. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's amazing. Um, so, so he's driving um, and takes a wrong turn in Red Oak, Iowa. And as he's driving down the wrong street trying to figure out where he's at, he sees a house that's on fire. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you know this? 
Keep going. Okay. I think so. He's, mm. Here's the quote. I just felt like somebody was in there and I knew that I had to act quick. So turns out this house had four kids yes, inside Yes, I did read about it. this. Oh my the God. smoke detectors, you guys, didn't go off. And I for chills. some re- I do too. For some reason, he goes and bangs on the door just because he's worried that somebody is it's inside. In yeah. So um, let's see. There was a 22-year-old, a 17, a 14, and an 8-year-old, all siblings, who were inside this house. They didn't wake up. Until do you think he- that's because the smoke is, like, kind of suffocating? Like, do you think they just don't wake up because they don't smell it, or is I, it... I think it's maybe past that at that point. Okay. Because if the house is on fire, I don't know. Not... I'm just... I, I was know. curious how people can... Literally, you don't wake up from it. It must be that you're sort of suffocating as you're in there. God, oh, I God. Why did no, I make I know. this darker? It's dark. No, I know. Let's just... I, as I was reading that, I found another one. But I just have to say, too, I think you watch in movies and you're like, oh, a house fire is like the timbers fall and it's yeah, like a loud brr, thing. Brr, brr, but, but it smarts. It starts subtle. It starts and it's all the smoke that yeah. gets people. So unless somebody is like alert... so. This was uh, this article was linked on there because I just was I was so, so what, excited. What did he do? He went in and got all he those kids out. He banged on the door. He woke them all up and got them out, which is incredible. And I'm not going to diminish that okay. at all. However, it was linked to an article that was in People about a guy named Nick Bostick, who got is it. from Lafayette, Indiana, and this is. A pizza delivery guy, you guys. Yes. It's so crazy. But this is what he did that is so above and beyond. He's driving to deliver pizzas. This is the one I saw. Holy shit, you guys. He sees This house house is an inferno. Fully engulfed in flames. Fully engulfed. For some reason, though, he goes That's the one I thought you were talking about because this footage, if you haven't seen this- You have to go to YouTube. That's what I was going to say. It is on, like, these are everyday heroes that I hope he gets patted on the back every day for the rest of his life because he is an incomparable hero. So this house has five babies in it. Little, little, little babies in it. And he not only goes to wake them up, he has to, like, burst down a door- to get them out because he can like hear that they're in there. So there is YouTube footage, this rough footage. It looks like- He's got a pizza shirt on. Right, and he came out. Did you see the footage where he's- He he hits the last one out. He's got a baby. He's fully burned and he lays down. He's got smoke inhalation. He's being treated by the paramedics. And the thing he asks is, are Are they okay? Look at me. I'm like, I do. Go fund me for him. There is. There, there are is. For, I, that's what I love about man. The internet. There's sucks good. So bad sometimes. But sometimes it does good. When, when it like says like, here's a a, a righteous hero, like yeah. a person who did the right Send thing. Send him five bucks, like, damn it. Give back to them. And then, so this just happened last week. You ready for another yeah. one? Oh, God, I don't know if some, I can take it. You guys, we need some good news. It's like part of it's sad, but every sad thing hopefully yeah. is like it's silver lining. Okay. They didn't have the guy's name and we need to set up a GoFundMe. We're not going to do it, but somebody needs to do this. Okay. There's a Tennessee man. They had a picture of him on this news article. He is maybe 25. So he's a lot, about the same age as our pizza delivery. Same age as us. Same age as us. But 20, honestly, yeah. 25. Nice guy. I wouldn't have dated him. I would have been trying to date the Corey Feldman type. Right. But this guy is who you should date. Yeah. Set your daughters up with this guy. So his name's Nicholas Garrett. I don't know. I like that name. I don't know how old he is. 
But he's walking down the street late at night. It's not a great neighborhood, Lafayette, Tennessee. He hears a kid very upset. And his first thought was, I think a kid's being abused. I'm going to go check it out. Which on its own is amazing, right? Because people don't want to get involved, especially if you're young. Like, can you imagine like the fallout? Also, when you're young, to know the difference between a regular, like, like, I'll tell you right now, you could have walked by my house a couple times and heard my kid losing his shit over not getting a sucker, and you would have thought, like, the earth was shattering or we were bad parents, and it was just because he was a brat at the time. Yeah, something to him, like, his gut just said that it it didn't Yeah, that's good to follow your gut, man. So he he walks up to the house, gets closer, gets closer. It's an abandoned house (gasps) as he gets closer to it, and he sees through the front door there is a shoelace tying the door up and this baby hand coming out of the door. So he rips the door open. It's cold. This just happened in February. February. Why is there a baby behind a door with shoelaces? Because I can't. Okay. So he picks up the baby who's wearing nothing but a diaper and he's like, I'm a kid. I don't know what to do. I, don't, I pick up this baby. I know I got to keep the baby warm. The baby's hysterical. He runs to a neighbor's house and the neighbors go, I know who that baby is. He's a twin. <laughs> Leaves the baby. They call 911. He goes back to the house and finds the second baby. So they don't go into what the parents, how this happened, but you can imagine whatever. They were abandoned, left in this house with no heat. They're both just in diapers, like no nothing to take care of them. Do they need a home? I'll go get them. Are you you kidding me? I'm dry. We're dry. I'm ready. Yeah. Sign me up. There you go. That's it. I know. There's the pitch. Right? So he, this kid who's just out. Does the right thing. Saves these babies' lives. Because the one that was left in there was kind of in trouble. Yeah. They, they were like cold, like hypothermic and stuff. Oh. And this young dude who dudes, you, you young dudes, you get bad rap sometimes, totally saved the day. Like sometimes- That mom should who, just wrap her arms around that boy and also break her own arm, pat her I, own yeah, back. No, I don't know what- it, it was the parents that they didn't release the details. No, I'm, I'm saying sure the, the parent oh. of the boy who did the right thing should be like- I did such a good job as a mom. That's, I feel like his mom is quoted in this. Well, she Christmas. All, all the neighbors are like, so this <clears> is <throat> what they did too. All of the neighbors, when they heard about this, they went to like Walmart and Family Dollar and bought all the kids' clothes and stuff like that. Uh, I love stories like that. I we know. need more of those. Those are, those are nice, feel good stories. Cause you know what I think? It's really easy to click on shitty clickbait that yeah. like makes you feel bad. And there's something about that that feels like, Oh, I'm a cat of nine tails myself. I mean, unfortunately, we need heroes, but there are there. They're there. So that's like who we should be celebrating yeah, and like agreed. Cheers all to that. Excited to see. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to cheers them. To cheers that. to all three of those nice young. How you old want, are we? Nice young. They're men. such nice young boys. You want one more? One, one last more. one. This is yeah. not about boys. This is about a whole community. And y'all, we can do this. Okay. Yes, because I think it's good that we have the balance because every time Jen does these, they're very like heartfelt. And when I do them, we just talk about abs and um anybody that likes to break fruit with their thighs or okay. just anybody. That's, I know in there the, are, there's a little sexual element. To there's them. a sexual not element like we, that I think we all need. And all I do is make a list it's not all that we week. don't like it. Yeah. It's just different. Look so, up videos on my phone. This is kind of a mom box. Okay. 
because this is a bunch of moms. It's not a letter that came to us, but it's like uh, moms being amazing. Okay. So uh, this happened in Long Island, and this was um, would have happened last year, a little bit before. It doesn't exactly I thought matter. you were with your thumb gesture. I thought you were going to be like, North in Long Island. Yeah. You know, so, like. I don't. Okay. So it's um, Beth, Beth Page. Beth, Beth Page. Page. Okay. Beth Page. See, it's confusing because it there's no. P-H-A-G-E. Yeah, it's just P-A-G-E yeah. in this story. P-A-G-E <clears throat> in the story. Okay. So uh, this woman, her um, her father passed away, got sick from COVID on December 24th, had the house lit up like the 4th of July, just does all the decorations every year. They loved it. So um, so they actually lost two family members. The family's just totally <sighs> devastated. So for every hero story, there needs to be a villain involved, okay? I've she, got a few that I can name right now, uh, but... That's different podcast. So she gets a letter in February saying, it's embarrassing, blah, 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 in our neighborhood that you still have your Christmas lights up. It's February 3rd. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Take your decorations down. She's like hurt. And so she posts the letter, the note that she gets. I like that. Yeah. In, in <laughs> Next a, door. In a Long Island mom's group. Oh, I would not mess with that group. No, there is absolutely no way. You're the dumbest person. Because Long Island moms, like, they're not going to mess around. They don't play. They do not play whatsoever. So she posts this, gets tons of needed support. Just And she said, you don't know what people are are going through. We lost family. These are the last Christmas lights my dad will ever put up. I have a young son. Makes me feel sad. And also that, I pity the fool. Besides this mom group setting up a mass GoFundMe for her to help take care of her family and, you know, her, the passing of her, her dad, that whole neighborhood Puts up their motherfucking Christmas lights in Get. February. Yes, they yeah. do. <laughs> that is not how that story. I thought that I thought you were gonna say the neighborhood got together and took them down for her. Uh, I love that they were like, uh, "We're gonna uh, go Long no. Island's like no. we're gonna go the other direction." You, oh, you got a problem with this? Now we're you're gonna, gonna have you got a, a real problem, problem with, me. with this. Yeah, yeah and they also, so I'm sure, like stand up, arms crossed, like come at me. It did go. So it did. I, my husband said that it went viral because I was, of course, bawling, telling it's, this story that people awesome. have heard about this, and I'm like, that is the best. Like, that's a group of heroes going, like, it's just this one person, and we want you to feel okay. And yeah. know that you're okay going through yeah. whatever you're going through. Shit, man. Like, those are... I love this story. I think the old the the old term, or the term is, like, like, like you do, like, a barn raising. Barn raising. And I just, I love that idea. I read a story recently about a woman who was grieving the loss of her husband, who was a loved one, and, like... Um, she, they just moved and she just couldn't unpack and she was embarrassed and it was like rooms of boxes and like, could, she just couldn't bring herself because this whole new life yeah. was going to be without her partner and she was super sad. And so, um, the, this friend, and she took a risk too. The friend was like, this could have gone very badly, but she was like, she brought over like 15 people who did nothing but loved her. Two of them literally like, I'm just going to sit with you. That's yeah. it. It makes me like feel yeah. very emotional. Yeah. And then the rest of the friends unpacked her house and they were like, they, you know, the next stage of your life is living, but right now you're not ready to do that, but we're going to help you. I mean, that's yeah. what like you, sometimes you just need someone to like, it's like a mower that you're pulling the, yeah. uh, the, the, the clutch and you're like, I just need it to one of those to go, but like yeah. you feel like 
so scared and shameful and whatever, but it's it's like, man, when community comes together, the, you magical. can light that shit up. Also, I just love that you can, the Long Island, we're like, not only are we going to light this shit up, we're going to light how much of a turd you are. Absolutely. <laughs> that one house that didn't have its lights on, yeah, yeah. that was. Y'all, darn it. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Well done, moms. Well done. Cheers, Cheers. to you. I think we just podcast. Yeah, we podcast. <laughs>